hybrid work has transformed the way we think about and do our work. From providing greater work-life balance to an increased ability to work from anywhere, the hybrid work environment is here to stay. And today you're going to learn how to thrive in this flexible business model. Welcome to Airwaves, the official podcast of the Naval Air Systems Command. I'm your host, Michael Lauren Prue. And joining me today, we have members of the Career Planning and Development Division, the Digital Culture and Innovation Team, and the Personnel and Programs Division here to discuss hybrid work at NAVAIR. And to demonstrate the power of hybrid work, we are recording today's podcast in a virtual environment. So let's go around the room and introduce our guest. We have Carmen Belen, who is the NAVAIR Personnel and Programs Division Head, Mara Simon and Ashton Wagner, Co-Program Managers for NAVAIR Telework, and remote work. Lori Delaney, Innovation and Cultural Team Lead for the NAVAIR Digital Department, Jenny Russell, NAVAIR Career Planning and Development Division Head, and Diana Stewart, NAVAIR Supervisor, Training and Development Program Manager. I want to just say it is great to have you all here, and I am super excited about today's discussion. So let's just dive right in. Ashton, tell me, what is hybrid work? So hybrid work is really this flexible approach that combines a blend of in-office work, telework, remote work. So it's really an approach that involves employees working from anywhere, as you mentioned. So now we are out of the pandemic. Why does Navier continue to support a hybrid work environment? Mara? I'd say there are a number of reasons why NAVAIR has embraced the hybrid work model. Some of the benefits include flexibilities for the workforce, as well as a better work-life balance through those flexibilities of telework and remote work. So those flexibilities can serve as an incentive for acquiring new talent. So for example, if there's scarcity of talent for a critical function in the local area, remote work allows us to cast a wider net and gain access to that larger talent pool. I think in addition to considering that this is a flexibility that we could use for hiring, this is also flexibility for retention of talent. We have great workforce within Navier and we wanna retain those individuals. Another point that I would like to bring as well is that Doing this hybrid work environment is a strategy that allows us also to save money, to save time, to be more productive, and minimize our footprint within the organization in terms of overhead. So it it goes and aligns, I think, very well with what Vice Admiral Chevy talks about affordability and reduced cost to the mission and how we can provide that. One other thing that I would like to add, we have observed that NAVAIR organizations that have embraced the hiring work environment have been able to see a reduction in their attrition rates. An example I can give you would be the procurement group. We have seen how before they had a challenge recruiting and now it's less of a challenge because they're able to retain individuals when they're working at other geographic locations. And Carmen, to your point about productivity, This podcast is a great example of how we can collaborate together in the virtual environment and get work done. So that leads to my next question. Lori, what's available at NAVAIR for employees who want to gain knowledge regarding hybrid work engagement with their team? So there are some great resources for how to work in a hybrid environment, both from the perspective of culture change and also digital tools that we have. So OPM held an event called Thriving in a Hybrid Environment, 
and I attended it last April. And they focused on the human aspect of hybrid work, how supervisors and leaders are the foundation and that our employees need to know how to work in this new environment and how to use the tools. They stress the need for clear, intentional communication and feedback and provided actionable tips to work effectively. So we incorporated some of what we learned from the OPM event, and we incorporated it into a NAVAIR event called Master Your Hybrid Future. And we focused on helping the NAVAIR workforce navigate through the hybrid environment. So the event included a panel of speakers sharing their success stories of hybrid work at NAVAIR. They shared some of the best practices. They answered some questions from the workforce. And then we also shared some digital tools that we have available that can help you improve your hybrid work experience. But don't worry if you missed it, you can find the replay on our NAVAIR digital department SPO site. Being successful and working in a new hybrid environment requires a change in culture, but also learning modern tools to more effectively collaborate. The past three years, we've moved to the modern suite of Office 365, and there's so much capability but we need to take some time and learn the tools to help us to do our jobs more effectively. But the good news is there is a ton of training opportunities. We have live training, recorded training, bite-sized videos. We have a champion network that you can join and ask questions. We have office hours every two weeks where we present a topic and you can ask questions live to our group of champions and on that topic or any other issues that you may have. And if you don't know where to get started, we've created a digital citizen curriculum and waypoints to get you started. We also created an adoption journey where we'll provide customized training to your team based on where your pain points are. So just reach out to the NAVAIR Digital Innovation and Culture team and we can help you get started. So in addition to improving employee engagement, talk to me about the career resources available. Jen, how can employees continue professional growth in the hybrid work environment? What I would share is that within the career planning and development division, we have many ways that support a hybrid work environment. Waypoints is one of our biggest new areas that we have, which is a new learning management system. And that system contains many resources to network, collaborate, develop skills and everything from thousands of LinkedIn learning trainings to virtual and in-person trainings. We also have developed recently a hybrid workforce development curriculum, which is within Waypoints, which will allow employees to be able to have a one-stop shop to go and say what is available to them today to support them in a hybrid workforce environment. In career planning, we also have a new, new tool called the Digital Coach. It is an on-demand curated tool that provides guidance and resources to employees at their moment of need. Resources are specifically curated to support an employee as they complete work tasks, including step-by-step -step guides, interactive tutorials, video demonstrations, troubleshooting, and relevant documentation. And we will provide a link where you can find more information about all of these different capabilities that are available to you and your hybrid team. One other area we should mention is mentoring through Waypoints. It's now completely interactive in the hybrid work environment. It means you can be mentored by anyone, anywhere. It's a great resource and we suggest you take a look around in Waypoints and see all of the capabilities that do exist there for you. I would also like to add too is our supervisors at NABAIR key to working with our employees. So, for us to ensure that we are equipping our supervisors or they're equipped with 
the tools that they need to support their employees, sharing information about how to operate in a hybrid work environment, making sure that they feel included. So to me, that's that's very important is that we ensure that all of our supervisors have what they need to be able to also be another layer there that can help their employees directly with questions and support. Absolutely. And having support is so important. That's why we're going to include some of the links where you can access training and support for both employees and supervisors in our show notes. Now, Ashton, what are a few ways supervisors can manage hybrid teams effectively? So I think to start off, it's really important to acknowledge that a hybrid work environment can be a little ambiguous for your team, right? Not everyone goes by the same definition or has the same understanding. So with that being said, it's really, really important to have clear communication of expectations related to the team, right? So that could be things such as how do we operate together as a team? What are some just basic administrative expectations? For example, administrative expectations could be as a supervisor, just saying specifically how you want someone to communicate their work schedule. How do you know when they're working in this hybrid environment? What do you want from them if they wanna deviate from that for a day? Things of that nature, leave requests, right? As simple as an employee understanding how they go about requesting leave. What happens if one day they need to call out sick and they don't know what to do? Go ahead and preemptively have that conversation with the whole team, lay out those expectations, and ultimately, Having some of those things checked off the list, there's no mystery, you're really setting your team up for success. It's also really important for a supervisor to maybe help define how a team interacts with each other, right? What are we using to communicate? Are we having weekly tag-ups? Are we having staff meetings? Are we having open work sessions, right? So that way all the team members feel like they have access to each other, they understand, hey, if I want to chat with Mara. I can just do it on Teams. I can pick up and call her on there. Or even as a supervisor, what's your availability? Do you have an open door policy, even in a hybrid environment? You know, just employees stop in and say hi to you. And then lastly, employees should know how they're doing. Are they performing well? Are they performing to expectations? And as a supervisor, we should really be aiming to have those conversations regularly, not just the required couple times a year, but in a continuous manner. So employees really feel like you're paying attention. You have a vested interest in them. So those were some great points, Ashton, that add on leverage technology to fill those gaps in communication and collaboration. Familiarize yourself with the available technology and use Microsoft Teams for visibility, for customer engagement, and as a learning environment understand the best practices for hosting meetings and using your cameras and technologies for collaborating. As I mentioned earlier, there's a ton of training. Take advantage of it. Take some time to learn. Understand the use of the collaboration tools and how they'll reduce the time that you spend on emailing and waiting for responses. There's new ways to engage. There's whiteboarding, there's planner, there's all these new tools that make your life easier. And the most successful hybrid teams focus on people and technology. So during our Master Your Hybrid event, we had a panel that discussed and went into detail on how they manage their hybrid teams. 
a discussion centered around staying flexible, communicating, knowing and trusting your team. Some of the things that Ashton just talked about also. Just to share a few of the points that we talked about, we had Greg Linsky, he was the director of PEOA procurement, and he was saying we continually evolve. We have to understand that one size doesn't fit all. We're constantly evaluating our teams and prioritizing and learning the tools. Ms. Marsha Hart, director of Command Comm, she talked about empowering your team and trusting them to work. Same things that Ashton talked about. Ms. Marie Marrero, she was talking from TSD, over-communicate. And now there's more tools to help me do that. Lieutenant Commander Samantha Grimes, I love this one. She talked about knowing yourself and your capabilities, as well as the capabilities of the team around you, and trusting your people until they give you a reason not to. The combination of knowing your people and your team, the effective communication, and then learning to use the digital tools really help in making hybrid work a success. Going back to what Lori and Ashton, I just want to compliment what they're saying. I do not know, Lori, how I operated without using those digital tools. How did we accomplish work without having these tools? So I'm, I'm really excited about the digital tools. I'm excited as well about the fact that the training being offered is really very good. I have taken it myself as a supervisor. I needed to know what I have available, but also how I could help my workforce and my staff. So that was really important. Communication is key. And I have to acknowledge, there's gonna be positions that are not conducive to a hybrid work environment. However, as a supervisor, I have to look for ways to accomplish the mission, for ways that I change the game and think differently to get the work done. So I have to measure by outcomes as a supervisor. So Ashton was talking about this regular continuous feedback and communication and don't wait until the due dates for having that conversation. But I think that you need to hold employees accountable no matter what, whether they're in a hybrid work environment or not. It is still the same. Hold individuals accountable, have that communication, set expectations very clearly, and you have to connect with your employees. I think that that piece of that personal people communication, it is important as well. One of the examples, we do have social activities. My team, even before pre-COVID, I always had a hybrid work environment because I had members that were distant remote employees. So we always had done this for years in my organization. And we had created virtual social activities where everyone feels connected and they're also included. So they feel part of the conversation. They feel part of being involved in the team. We also have events where we can just have social events in person for those that are locally here. But when we have employees that are in other locations, I try to do that as well. So interesting that we are thinking the same way to be successful and to help Navair accomplish its mission. I'd like to also add to that as far as supervisors are concerned, there are a lot of new capabilities for supervisors and waypoints that will support you in training and developing your team and making it easier to do so. Assigning training to your entire workforce if you feel like this is a good training for them to take, it's a click of a button. So supervisors are going to find time savers within waypoints when they get in there and become familiar with the system and how much they can actually be involved in the development, even in the hybrid environment. 
the one thing that I feel if I use my experience as being a supervisor is very important is key is communication, right? It is so important today in the hybrid work environment to ensure that our communication is clear. I also feel that it's really important to use all the tools that we have available. Having the virtual meetings and we have face-to-face meetings, but even if we are have some that are in person and then those that are virtual, that we still have cameras on so that we're able to see each other and talk through the topics as a team. That way, to me, I find that an employee doesn't feel like they're left on their own. Prior to COVID and and going virtual with the majority of our workforce, I had employees on my team that were already full-time telework employees. And I will tell you, and it was very limited. So that employee felt very kind of distant, left out because we were all in person. However, this person was virtual. So they really had a really hard time with communicating within meetings and being heard. So I honestly feel that today, now that the majority of our workforce is hybrid and we are all kind of on the same playing field, that now we have much more better respect for during meetings, recognizing that you may have people that are in person and you may have people that are offsite that may be joining via their cameras. So I think that really has, with us being in the hybrid environment, I think it had, there's some benefits to that. I also encourage mentoring often. I think mentoring is one of the key supporting factors of being in a hybrid work environment. And within NAVAIR, we offer a lot of various training opportunities, virtual sessions, newsletters, et cetera, to allow employees to understand the true benefit of how important it is to have a mentor, someone that you can reach out at any point in time to get feedback from them to also help you should you experience issues or concerns with how we operate in a hybrid work environment. Just to add on there, I really like a couple of things that I just heard. For sure, um, supervisors should be creating and promoting positive culture at all times around hybrid working. And that includes being a model, checking in with others, whether it's personally or professionally, and to uh, give some personal experience on the outreach and the inclusion that I've experienced as a remote worker. I've been doing so since 2016, so pre-pandemic, and we had limited tools available. I can remember connecting with team members via speakerphone in a conference room and seeing presentations via FaceTime on someone's cell phone. So those were excellent ways I was included then, but now we've grown in leaps and bounds as far as being able to collaborate real-time via Teams, whether it be on a document or having that face-to-face via Teams as well. So I really appreciate these new efforts we have and fully embracing them as team members, supervisors, employees alike. So I'm absolutely loving this conversation. So much great information. Lori, I want to go back to that panel you mentioned. Marsha Hart is my supervisor, and she has done an incredible job within the command communications team, simply encouraging us to communicate. We've created an extra Teams channel for checking in on each other, celebrating each other's wins, not just professionally, but in our personal lives. And it's really helped keep our conversations going, bringing us together as a team when we're not there to see each other on a daily basis. Speaking of teams, Ashton, how can we create a more inclusive environment in this hybrid model? So I think you just really gave a great example of that, right? So we have to really 
pause and intentionally connect with this social presence, right? So if you're working in a traditional working environment, you're walking down the hall and you see somebody at the water cooler and you say, hi, how are you? How was your weekend? Oh, your daughter played in that soccer tournament, didn't she? How did she do? Things like that. When you're in this hybrid environment, you might need to be a little bit more intentional about that because we so often find ourselves in Teams meetings, jumping from one meeting to the next, and we don't check in. We don't say hi. We don't have a little small talk, right? We just jump into the task at hand. And sometimes we need to take a step back and remember everybody is a person and everybody has things going on. So how do we respect that for individuals? How do we respect that if we can't see them, they might be having a hard day or they might need a little help from a friend that day. So just really remembering those things that would happen naturally when you physically see someone in person, just keeping in the back of the mind, well, really at the forefront of how do I build this relationship in this rapport? So my coworkers or my supervisor or my friend really knows that I'm thinking about them and they're important and, and what they're bringing to the table. Yeah, absolutely. We have to be more intentional in that virtual environment. Mara, what are some of the other things that we need to be mindful of that might be different when we're communicating in the virtual environment versus face-to-face? So we've talked a lot about communication. I think it's also important to talk about awareness of potential miscommunication that can occur in a virtual or hybrid working environment. So We mentioned several new ways to communicate, including chats, and those, you know, we recognize can be somewhat more informal ways to communicate with our teammates. So we need to be mindful of our tone in all communications. Really, the written word can come across differently to different readers if you miss that inflection that comes with like a one-on-one conversation, or you might miss the facial expressions of having that face-to-face conversation. So... If you worry that maybe something has been misinterpreted or you become aware somebody's mistaken something that's been said, take that next step and address it. Have that follow-on conversation via voice, whatever method that may be, whether it be face-to-face, given a Teams call, just making sure to address it upfront and learn from that experience, I think benefits everybody and you take it from there. What I can say is that We need to be mindful of the tone of communication. It's so important when we are working in a virtual environment. You also need to understand how you communicate and how you set expectations could be misunderstood. Or if you want to ask for feedback, that definitely is important as well. One more thing that I will say that I do as a supervisor, as I was saying earlier, we have been in this environment even before the pandemic. We try to leverage having quarterly FICA time. And FICA, F-I-K-A, is a Swedish term that is used in Sweden where companies all over Sweden will have FICA time. And it's a break. It's about a 10, 15 minute break. In some organizations, it's mandatory, but it's just a break to go and have some cup of coffee, kind of the water cooler, have a conversation, not work-related at all, but just how is it going? How is your family? What happened with the surgery that your kid was having? Again, having that personal connection relationship. Relationships in this environment are important because 
your employee is not only a person who is delivering products, but it's also a person. And we need to also take care of our employees in order to be successful in the organization. So that's a piece for me that as a supervisor, I have learned to apply to take care not only of the employee, but when I take care of the employee, I know that the products that are being delivered are right on spot with what we need within Navier. So I had the opportunity to attend the OPM Thriving Not Just Surviving. And I think my favorite thing I learned there or that was suggested of a form of engagement was have like a 7.30 Monday morning coffee where from 7.30 to 8, anybody can stop in, just say good morning to whoever's there for your team. But that was the first time I heard that suggestion, and I thought that was an awesome way to connect. So I know we've all been operating in this hybrid work environment for a couple of years now, some of us longer, as we mentioned. But what if we're still feeling overwhelmed? How do we successfully navigate and thrive in this new way of doing work? That's a really good question. It's important to remember we're all in this together. We're all learning. We're all exploring. And we're putting the pieces together as team members, whether we're employees or supervisors, and we might not get it right the first time, right? So we just need to be cognizant of throughout that, you know, what might work for one team could work for another and, you know, vice versa. So hybrid work environment isn't for everybody. We've heard that said. We just need to make efforts to grow together, apply our lessons in all the work that we do. I think it's the job of the supervisor to make those employees feel comfortable, to be able to feel like they can share and give feedback. I could see employees that may not be understanding or struggling, uh, having a hard time to maybe be able to be upfront and say, hey, this is how I'm feeling and not feel that maybe it's going to impact them and their performance. So I think it's important for us to make sure that we are equipping our supervisors with everything that they need in their toolbox so they can successfully support their workforce, their team members, be on the lookout for if there's any employees that might be struggling because it's a different environment. You know, that's where it's like, I try to watch to see if I see any signs with my employees that may be struggling. That's why, again, I think it's really important that if we have cameras, that even if you are in the office, that you're on the camera, because I think we can see people's facial expressions. And it also feels good to see others throughout the day. A couple tips I have. One, as I mentioned before, take advantage of the training. There's so much out there to help you learn. And then try one new thing at a time because it is, it's overwhelming. We have bite-sized videos out there that are just kind of small videos that you can learn like one thing at a time. We use the tip of the week in our staff meetings and we just have somebody present a tip of the week and they share it with the workforce and it's great. Encourage and allow time for employees to learn and practice. Model the good behavior. So the more supervisors that embrace the digital resources and stay engaged and collaborate, the more the employees will join in also. And then one more suggestion is to join the Champion Network. There's a lot of great information out there. There's a Q&A channel, which is where it all happens. You can post any question in there regarding Office 365 and our team or the amazing champions that we have will respond to you. And remember, kind of like Mara said, it, it doesn't always go perfectly, but we have to lean forward and sometimes we're going to fail at first, but just keep trying and a little bit at a time. I will add to that. Don't forget to have fun. Add fun into the work, into the team. I'm going to use an example where I remember uh, this past year for our team holiday party, 
afterwards, I told my husband, it was one of the best that I've had in my career. And it was all virtual, but we did like an elf on the shelf game throughout the week. And we voted on the best one. It was just a really great way to connect with coworkers, right in a virtual environment, but also lighthearted, like, hey, we don't have to be so serious all hours of the day. So my parting comment would just be don't forget to have fun and make sure that you're having some laughs and things like that. One thing I want to say is you're not alone on this. You have so many resources. You have a local telework remote work program coordinator within human capital at each location. They know the policy. They know the requirements. They can share ideas and lessons learned. So reach out to them. Don't be shy. They will help you and explain to you what could be the art of the possible. And a lot of times I also say to people, this is a strategy to other members, supervisors, and even my supervisor as well. This is a strategy to use to your benefit. Let's see what works from this, what things you can use or not use. And also, a lot of times I also say presentism does not equate to productivity. So we always have to think that our employees that are working remotely, they are also productive and deliver as well. And a lot of times when you have employees in an organization within the office, it doesn't mean they are being productive. So again, it goes back to performance management where you need to hold everyone accountable no matter where they're working. So I just wanted to foot stomp what Lori had said before, because I'm not a technically savvy person. And I had heard the suggestion to do the bite-sized videos just one a day. And I go in there now in the morning when I start my day and it's three minutes or less. And then in the meetings I'm in, I'm like, did you guys know this? And it has, I mean, the level of collaboration, the reduction of time, it's well worth your time to get in there and look at what's available and just get started. And I think that's such a great way to end today's podcast. I am certainly going to have to jump in and watch some of those videos myself. A big thank you to all of you for joining us today to share information on how we can all thrive, connect, and collaborate in this hybrid work environment. If you want more information, of course, we're going to include some of these links that will help you in today's show notes. And of course, you can check out more Airwaves episodes by subscribing to the podcast on all your favorite listening apps. And that's it for this edition of Airwaves. Thanks for listening.